CP time, baby. That's what's up. Thank you for tuning in today. We appreciate y'all. I'm your host, Miss Toya, chilling with my day one crew. I got Miss Trish in the building. Hey, hey, y'all. And I got Mr. S to the Izzo, the funny man, Hi. y'all. He got me correct. <laughs> I'm saying he just he funny. Okay. So thank you guys for tuning in to In Your Ear Radio. Uh, this is a live podcast for those of you who are listening later. Um, we have a Facebook Live going, so we will be interacting with those who are on Facebook Live. Thank you all that are on Facebook Live right now. I love and appreciate y'all. Hope y'all having an awesome day. Great way to start off the morning, right? You know what I'm saying? I like this. What you think? It's cool. You cool? Mm-hmm. Got my coffee. I'm you good. got your coffee? Yep. I got my water. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm sipping on my water. <laughs> you got your water? Yeah. Okay. Everybody good. Everybody good. I hope y'all doing good out there, all over. I love and appreciate y'all for tuning into In Your Ear Radio. Listen, can I just can I just vent? Can I just vent? Got some off your chest? I, I need to get some get off, it off my chest. Then. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, so I'm going to get my hair braided. My girl, she's Bayesian. You know, we always talk, and we have different opinions. I honestly think low key she voted for Trump, but you know, I you know I let people have their they ways. You <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? Whatever they uh, perspective is and their views are, whatever. But I come in and she says, yeah, um, I was watching the uh, Aretha Franklin um, funeral, and uh, the Reverend spoke, and he talked about how. Um, you know, black, you know, the black on black crime thing. And, you know, she started saying things, mentioning about this Reverend Williams of Atlanta, how he spoke about black on black crime. So my first response hmm. was I hadn't yet seen the um, the actual funeral. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. I've just seen clips and, you know, the highlights of what everybody's saying. So I said, yeah. he needs to shut the F up. Yeah, we got the swear jar. Uh, we um, back at it. But I ain't gonna put no money in it yet. But you know, cause I was mad. I don't like that. So this guy, Reverend Williams, did the eulogy for Rita Franklin's funeral, and he highlighted some of the things um, that he felt, I guess, that needed to be talked about. And this is what pisses me off about it is because you know it's bad enough we have people outside of our race that try to down, you know, dog us as a community, as black people, talking about black on black crime. So this this man gets up to speak at a eulogy for the passing of Miss Aretha Franklin, and he, um, paraphrasing now, he mentions the fact that um, black, on, black lives won't matter until black people pretty much start not killing each other, stop killing each other, right? And then he goes on to say that um, a black woman can't raise a boy to be a man, okay? Um, another thing that he touched on was that, um, you know, that 
basically as far as the police brutality and things like that that you know we basically shouldn't concern ourselves with that because we have black on black crime ourselves and here's my issue with this damn it the issue i have is <laughs> i'm venting is that we're the only race that has a term called black on black crime yeah, I don't hear no let me other give y'all some facts right yeah. Okay, nope. so basically, statistics will show, and y'all can Google this. I'm not going to give you the numbers if you listen to any of my other shows. I didn't gave out the stats regarding crime on same race people. People who kill people are usually people who look like each other. They live in the same community. So there is white on white crime is is the majority of how people are victimized. White people victimize more white people amongst each other. When it comes to Asian on Asian crime, more Asians victimize each other at, you know, respectfully the same way. When it comes to um, Mexican on Mexican crime, the majority of Mexicans kill Mexicans. When it comes to any other race, the majority of people who are victimized or murdered are killed or victimized by someone that they know that looks exactly like them. But mind you, we are the only race that gets the terminology, terminology, help me with my three syllables. Black on black crime. So that's what pisses me off, number one. Then this Reverend, who's supposed to be here speaking at a eulogy, which a eulogy is supposed to be a way to comfort the family, number one. Right. So, you know, make them feel good about the home going of their loved one, Mr. Rita Franklin, rest in peace, to interpret the word, interpret God's word. Do you think God would be spitting on his people? You come in public as a black man and you spit on your own people. That's a sign of self-hate. The Bible doesn't teach self-hate. You are disseminating self-hate when you get in front of the masses. And mind you, you're not just in front of those thousands of people who, who gather within that building. You are speaking to the world because this has been broadcast everywhere to let them know this is what you think of your own people. This is a, a small fraction of who we are as black people. And this represents all races again all races the majority of people that look like each other and are part of the same race kill each other they commit crimes against each other they rob people that look like them they kill people that look like them so why are you addressing just the black community about something so small we are so great we're doing so many more phenomenal things that you're not even hearing about you want to talk about a black woman can't raise a, a boy to be a man man that really got me because y'all know I have my take on it. I always say, even we talk about Mother's Day when people send these cards to my Happy Father's Day to mothers. I don't think that's cool because I don't think a mother is a father. But at the same time, I have a son. I can't teach him how to be a man per se, but I can teach him how to have qualities, good qualities as a man. And I have done that. And I can see that respectfully. I could teach my son that it's important that you choose the right woman to have a family with and the reasons why. I can teach him that it's not, you should never put your hands on a woman. I can teach him that it's good to be educated. I could teach him that you need to know how to change your tires and change your oil and be able to, you know, stand up for your family. I'm not a man, but those are qualities that I can instill in my son. So why are you taking that away from a woman? And the thing I want to ask you is, Reverend Williams of Atlanta, and you'll make a church having butt, is, um... Do you are you doing anything to help the black community? Do you have anything that you have facilitated to help kids who are criminalizing other people that look like you? Do you have programs in place to help the black family? Are you from a broken home? Do you know who your daddy is? Did your mother raise you correctly? Are you speaking out against your mother because you know that you're not a good man? I'm just asking for a friend. Let me know. So I'm feeling some type of way about this, Reverend, y'all. We okay. see. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm so sick of you know like I said it's bad enough that we have people outside of our race who want to point ne- the negative finger at us to focus on the small things within our community this is a small thing when you think of the overall thing black women hold the most degrees out of all races that's not all over Fox News and CNN but that's a big deal we're the ones who bring our men to the voting polls we're the ones who make sure that you know the people that we need the people of interest to us get into office we are doing so much our boys and girls are doing great teen pregnancy is down actually even in Chicago everybody wants to bring up Chicago they talked about how you know the crime rate was just okay the crime rate in Chicago excelled that was in the early in early August right how it was over 70 shootings in Mm. Chicago and my question is, y'all always looking at the victims or the so-called criminals, but y'all got police there. What are the police doing? They got algorithms set up. They got certain things in place to be able to serve and protect their community. Why are they allowing this to happen? Who should we really be looking at? Should we be looking at the people who are being victimized or the people who are supposed to be protecting these communities? This isn't happening in the suburban area. Nobody's questioning that. You don't even ask yourself, well, why is this happening? Why is the mayor allowing this to happen? Why is the police department allowing this to happen? The first thing y'all look at is the people who are being victimized and so-called doing the killing. Nobody opens their mind up to say that maybe all this gang on gang. Then ain't nobody grandmama's telling. Ain't nobody speaking up and saying nobody's turning anybody in. And we know. But could it be that they don't know? Could it be that they really don't know in a lot of these cases? And I'm saying this because I actually saw a white man. For they have this for sale. It's a. It's a. Um, uh, costume mm-hmm. and you can literally turn yourself into a black person and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and and on this video he was saying you can you can put this on and you can go out there and you can do whatever whatever you'll never get caught so my thing is maybe maybe they're not really doing a, a, a lot of these killings yeah because they're not getting caught no, there's no footage you mean to tell me all this surveillance all these cameras everywhere no, nothing is being right. caught on camera so maybe um, it's not people, you know, maybe, maybe it's, it's not, it's not community. the community killing each other. Maybe it's people outside the community coming in there um, disguised as people in the community killing them. I agree. I think this is definitely. I mean, that's that's a, that's just a theory, I guess. It is a theory. Some people will call it a conspiracy theory, but the it's the uh, syphilis uh, experiment on the Tuskegee, Tuskegee Airmen was also uh, what do you call it? A conspiracy theory until it was proven that this was actually happening to these men. Mm-hmm. So you know, we you know, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it just bothers me that you know, even in the black community, we have pastors who, you know, are, we ha- we, held, we hold in the highest regards and they have the nerve, him in, in, in particular, uh, Reverend Williams, have the nerve to stand before this family who was offended by his eulogy. They were very offended by it because Aretha Franklin raised boys, yeah. you know, as a single uh, mom, okay? So what are you speaking to when you right. say uh, a black woman can't raise a boy to be a man? Right. Like, again, I need to go back to who raised you? Yeah. Who raised you? And, you know, and then it's all ties into the Kaepernick issue. You know, you have people that are still and and to me, it's just um, what do you call it? Disguised racism. When you get mad and say you're going to boycott Nike because Nike supports Kaepernick's um, fights to bring to light about what's happening when it comes to police brutality. How can you be mad at a man who speaks up against the injustices happening to his community? But you celebrate a man who talks down about black on black crime. Again, statistics show the people who are killed and, and victimized with crime 
are it is it happens to them through people that look just like them so there is white on white crime there is mexican on mexican crime and these are all at higher rates than a mexican being hurt or killed by a white person or a black person being um killed by a white person or uh asian being killed by a mexican person race same race on race crime is a high it's a high number it's a high number i heard i read the stat somewhere it said around 84 percent of whites that are murdered are murdered by other whites so that's why i don't understand why they fear us more when the the chances are higher that you'll get killed by another white person than another black person why are you feeding this narrative to take my uncle my uncle perspective he's like you know a black person to think twice before they commit a crime because the white person because when it comes to the legal issues they're gonna throw the book at you yes Yes. So they're more hesitant to killing another person outside of their race than their own race. Yes. Yes. Tupac said that too. You know, he 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 more fear he more fear of a black man than the other man. Yeah. 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 And that's just the reality of it. So I'm just tired of people putting that narrative out there and shame on you, Reverend. And he did apologize, but his apology was basically saying that, you know, he was sorry that the family was offended by it. He didn't say he was sorry about what he said. He was sorry about the fact that the family was offended by it. How did they get did on black on black crime at the Aretha Franklin it, funeral? That part, like, how did they get to that part? I, I don't know. I think that he was, I, I think that he it was, he was paid to do that. Yeah, I'm just saying. You I think did. he was paid to do yeah. that? They always be having agendas. Um, he I said know he, he was groping that girl though. What about now, that? Oh, now you think yeah, that, that was, was a groping issue? Like, he felt her all. The <laughs> you way think up. that was intentional? Or that was just him just showing compassion. I seen the video. In slow motion. I seen I it, it in slow motion. Well, you know, in slow motion, everything is enhanced times twenty. Oh, slow it was. So you can slow motion the simplest thing, and it looks that much bigger of an impact. <laughs> that's just. I think that's just the nature of slow motion. Yeah. I don't know. I see where everybody's saying like it's kind of. Was she offended by it? Yes, she was. And her fans. Yeah. Well, she was offended by it. That's all that matters. She was. She spoke okay. out and said well, she was yeah. offended. Her fans did. Her fans she did. Apologized. Okay, to her but she fans. didn't say anything. No. So what's up with that? Why are pastors touching people anyway? I think that's, that's just my the, issue. Why the, are you the, touching people? The lovey feeling thing. Just like when you get the old a church. Woman? You you ain't never had old church mothers give you that hug and get a little brush stroke on the back. I didn't have deacons look at me like the Lord is my shepherd and they know what and he know what I want. Look at you and touching is two different things. You can look, but you can't touch. But that's even worse because I'm trying to focus on a word, but all I see is these eyes beaming on me. But I look at the setting though. They're in the church. It's a really emotional moment. I think he was just. I, I think it was. I think it was no harm done in it. Granted, I see where everybody's saying like he's groping her, but if she hasn't complained and said it herself out her mouth, it I mean, it was an awkward moment. That's why it, we have the Me Too movement because a lot of women don't know how to articulate themselves and say up front that this is, makes me uncomfortable. I've been in situations like that where I felt uncomfortable. Somebody touched my hair. I wore a floral for many years, and a guy just randomly, I'm on an elevator, so I like your hair, and he touched it, and I was like looking. I didn't say anything, but I thought it was awkward. But I, in my mind, I was processing it like I don't want to make much out of this because it might not be what I think it is, but I don't want to be touched. But right. later on, out the blue, he just came up to me and said, I apologize. And I said, what are you apologizing for? And he said, because I touched your hair. And I said, okay, thank you. I accept that. You know, so he knew. That was it, I was say, was it a sincere apology? Right. He felt the tension. Because yeah. he, felt, he felt my vibe. And that's what I'm saying. So maybe Ariana Grande couldn't just Did really. Did you look at the look on her face? The look on her face She looked very awkward. She looked very awkward. <laughs> she looked uncomfortable and she looked scared. Yeah. She but looked, I mean, she's, she, we've all been to black churches where you get, I don't know, maybe I I just had a lot of church mothers that touched me and gave me that little stroke on the back and I just didn't read into it too much but yeah. I just took it as that but I do see where everybody's well, point of view is I don't think is. a lot of yeah. the women in the churches is is is, is uh, molesting little boys <laughs> yeah. you think so? 
<laughs> Wait go. a minute. Do mm. tell, Sean. No comment. You've been touched no, by somebody real, in the church? Please. See, he got a real story. No, he don't want to tell. me. Do you know of anybody, of, of one of your, you know, a boy or, you know, a young man? Church mothers? Yes. No comment. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Shut mm-hmm. up. That's mm-hmm. a yes I can't even me. get that out. That's too close you to home. You the fifth. <laughs> I play the fifth. Yeah, it's too many. You know, you Vegas is a big city, small town, especially the black community. We might know somebody, know somebody, know somebody. I don't know nothing. Well, we know these men in the church are touching little boys, especially in the Catholic church. Oh, Catholic And why aren't y'all shaming that? Everybody's so focused on Nike. Y'all burning y'all Nikes. It's such a contradiction. That's what pisses me off even more is that you have people who are so mad. And again, it's just sugar-coated. You, you hide behind the racism because basically, I mean, it's 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 been explained over and over again that this man kneeled out of respect after he was advised by someone who had a high ranking in the military who said the best way he asked him what should I do in order to get the attention without being disrespectful to the military and the flag and he said you need to kneel that's how you show respect to the flag and get the attention he wanted to get he the did attention his due diligence. of our country right. to say as Americans we need to live up to what we say the United States is all about and we're not living up to that and I'm going to tell you how we're not living up to that and one way is through police brutality that the statistics are proving that black unarmed black men are being killed at a higher rate than any other human being in the United States even though we only represent 15% of the population something is wrong with this picture I, you, we've seen the videos we know for a fact if a white man is getting shot down he's asking for it and you know, forgive me for saying that because I, you know, I hate to see anybody murdered or killed. But the fact of the matter is, you got to be running toward the police, have a weapon in your hand. I didn't see even in my own city, Fox Five News showed it where this man had a shotgun. A white woman called and said her estranged husband was at her house and she was scared. The police show up, catch him on the street. We got video on Fox News where a man got a gun in his lap and he talking rah rah rah. White guy, of course, you know, to the black community. That's you know that goes without saying. But just for those of you who you know are still kind of confused about what really happens in real life. It was a white man sitting in the car and the police did not draw a weapon on him. They did not shoot him. He was ascertained peacefully. This does not happen with black men. We see it all the time. Unarmed black men just getting shot down. Oh, he got a gun, he got a gun. That's the first thing that come out of their mouths. You know, because they say they're fearful. Why are you so fearful of a black man? He's human like you. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you so fearful? You sure you're not hateful? Can we use the right terminology terminology to describe what's, what you really feel, to describe your real emotions? Can we just do that? I'm just saying. So it makes me mad when this Reverend William stands up and talks down about his people because he has a, he's showing key signs of self-hatred. But there's no way I could stand up in front of the masses and talk about black-on-black crime. Why aren't we talking about white-on-white crime? What this all these mass killings at schools and uh, movie theaters just killing up random people. These white people killing white people. Nobody's mad about that. You're not boycotting places. Uh, the NRA and people who don't want the, the politicians who are not fighting to do something. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what to do when it comes to gun control, but I think some way we need to address this issue. We need to get these domestic terrorists under control because those are the ones who are committing the most crimes, not these Muslims. And shout out to Muslim churches because when you go into a Muslim church, the women sit on one side, the men sit on another side. Yep. When they make salat, the men are in front and the yep. women are in back. Some people want to call that chauvinistic, but in reality, it's because their intentions are on God. And the best thing they can do is to keep their focus on God. It's 
it's not to intermingle the the, yep. the, the sexes. So the men, men don't the women aren't bending and kneeling in front of the men, see you know, seeing they rump. Not to say that everybody's thinking sexually, but it could enter your mind. It's like meditating. Sometimes you need to block everything out so that you're not distracted. So right. that's the same thing when you're making salat. You don't want to be distracted by a beautiful woman. Okay, right. so people that want to say things like that. So maybe the churches need to adopt that because you shouldn't be touching a woman, pastors. You're so worried about the black woman, or in this case, the Hispanic woman, but you touching her and groping her and feeling on her and stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying, dot com. Y'all could tweet that too. I don't know. I. <sighs> I, I think it was horrible what he did. Um, I think it's just basically up to us as a black community to, um, you know, not accept what he said and prove, you know, different. Um, I don't know. I think he spoke for what, like 30 minutes? I don't know. Shoot, I the didn't funeral watch was about like nine hours yeah, long. It was. So yeah, it was I, ten, I think. I, I know <laughs> that it was detrimental to that as far as what he said, but there was a lot of other good things that came out, you know, of mm-hmm. the funeral. A lot of great, um, you know, singing, and they. I think I think Aretha was celebrated, but I do agree with you that the eulogy sucked. Yeah, pretty much. But how was Randy Watson's performance? Who? Randy Watson. <laughs> Sexual chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> he did that. <laughs> I didn't see it, so I really can't really elaborate on it. Um, Who yeah. Randy Watson? Yeah, performance. <laughs> what did he do? He didn't take no clothes off. Now, nah, that's the issue. <laughs> you know who Randy Watson is, Miss Toy? No, man, no sir. <laughs> Randy Watson was the, the, the sexual chocolate dude off coming to America. What? Remember okay. coming to America? Sexual. You know, I remember coming to America. <laughs> That boy, he said, he might as well. Everybody we else, so. y'all being funny. We, yeah, okay, we we, we moving on to the next subject. I mean, we still talking about this night. We, I'm special. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's, oh, it's all right. It makes me uniquely me, right? You're so cute. It's only it's only one me, right? <laughs> right. We're all special people. I know Thank I'm you. special. I probably see if I see a picture of him, I know who he is. <laughs> you know, I'll pull it up for you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. But I want to talk about this Nike issue because you have even a church. What is it, the Ozark Church? Oh, it's a it's a Christian church. This is what gets me with the Christian church, small uh, Christian church that said that they're no longer going to take in Nike, uh, you know, paraphernalia attire. Really? Because they think that you know, basically, Nike is. Um, yeah, I remember him, but he's not memorable. I'm just saying. Dot com. <laughs> I don't supposed to remember a dude with a Jerry curl. Randy Watson? Unless you're from the Force MDs or uh, Randy You don't remember Randy Watson? I don't remember dudes with Jerry curls. Sexual chocolate. Thank you very much. Okay. About to put your black card on question now. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Randy Watson, what? Oh my gosh! Everybody looking at you like real though, Randy Everybody Watson. Everybody looking at me like I'm crazy. Like you looked at me when I ain't seen okay, color purple all the years. Else in the room that don't know who the hell he is. You know, Randy. Okay. You don't know. Right. Who- so back to this Ozark church that yes. refused to take yes. donated clothes from Nike. Yeah. So they they just, they just not with it. They basically saying that they don't um, they stand with um, I guess who they standing with. <laughs> they stand with Trump. I guess that's what it is, right? So again, it's a small church, and the thing about it is that bothers me so much about this church is I went and Googled them after I found out that they were not going to be supporting um, 
you know, Nike anymore because of this. They came out, you know, and and vocally said they're not going to be supporting Nike. I wanted to know who these people were, so I went on the website, mm-hmm. and you know, you have a big picture of the college mm-hmm. and yeah. the students. Everybody's white. There's no mm-hmm. melanated people. Mm-hmm. So okay, that what lets me further in? know. Shout out mm-hmm. to Steve Harvey. Where your head's at? Like I said, this whole boycotted Nike now is re, is a hit. It's a it's a well, their sales are racism. Up. I was about to say they they forget Nike kind of is worldwide. So they, those little are, isolated areas. Of America, they can boycott all they want to. Yeah, Nike's gonna right. get the worldwide sales. Yeah, and Nike doesn't just um, solicit to NFL. And the good thing is that the NFL—I mean, I feel like it's a slap in the face now because you know the Kaepernick. I think it's funny. They got a deal. They got Nike got a ten-year deal. Oh, Nike got a ten-year deal too. Oh, Nike, a Kaepernick deal ten years. Listen, it works to our advantage because for those of us who are taking a knee and not watching football, we're good look. But now you got people that's mad that like football that ain't gonna watch because they don't want to see that. That's cool. So y'all do what we want y'all to do. That doubles up. Yeah. Awesome. Uh Awesome. I love it. So yeah. So this church, they went out and said, this is in Missouri too. So this is a college of Ozarks. It's become the first school to drop Nike. They they said they feel the company is promoting an attitude of division. How many universities going to drop Nike behind this? None. Except for the one without the football team. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So what do y'all think about us? You know, uh, bringing all of our black men and women into these HBCUs. Let's 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 take ownership of our talent Trust. instead of you know uh, uh, contracting them out to these colleges and to these uh, sports teams that don't respect us. Mm-hmm. Respect the fact that we do not want to be that we want freedom, justice, and equality, and we don't want to be disrespected, and that we have a, a right idea. to speak out. Trust and quality. I think with the HBCUs, I you know they that? do a good thing. They got to have a little bit more. They dropped Nike. Oh, Ozark. They said it was because it was the, they felt that they promoting they were promoting an attitude of division uh-huh. and disrespect toward America. Huh. This is what they disrespect said. towards America. Really? It's it, it's Who's they, It's the dog whistle. They they. This is what bigotry is. When you don't want to just come out and say I don't want black people complaining about being mistreated. They I need respect to go back that. To just Africa. say that. They don't want to say that. Don't they want to just say, "Oh, we'll just ban Nike because Nike respects the fact that the the our First Amendment rights. Nike respects our First Amendment rights. You don't even respect your First Amendment rights because you mad at someone else for you to actually taking well, advantage of their First Amendment rights. That just lets you know that what America is to some people. This is America. Is, it is. You know what I mean. This country was founded off some bullshits. Dollar. Yeah. It it was. It was founded yeah. off some book. And then so basically people are still, they're still true to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They want that. That's what they want. That's 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 how we started. And yeah. that's that's how we want to be. Yeah. But what they don't understand is it's not that way anymore. It's, it's so diverse. This place is diverse. So many different people. People are just on really on some like, Let's live this life. Let's live yeah. our life. Let's be positive. Positive. Let's you know love one another. And then and then the people that want the old America is making it very hard for people to just live and be happy. Like 
Well, the old Americans consisted of the Native Americans before they were robbed, raped, and stolen, and their their land was stolen. That was the old America. So that's where the ignorance lies. Your your people that you support so wholeheartedly are thieves, murderers, and rapists. And they still have illegally, if you ask me, illegally have obtained this country. This country belonged to the Native Americans. It was Mm -hmm. stolen from them. It it was taken from them. People were robbed, raped, and murdered, and, and pushed into small areas in in certain um, tribal areas to live. And they have suffered tremendously because of what these, these, um, I can't think of a a word to call them right now, but these people. Pilgrims. (laughs) These pilgrims. I call them pilgrims. Pilgrims. Yeah, new age pilgrims. That's just what they are. The colonizers, that's 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 a nice way. You know, I like less no. syllables. But colonizers pilgrims, is right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, they're pilgrims. Uh, that's the raw story. We, not, we didn't learn whatever. that in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We wonder why our kids aren't focused on history. I didn't like history in American. Um, I hated history. I couldn't stand because it. Because I always ask my teacher, okay, wait, so hold on. So you said who founded America? What happened? What like, because I know yeah. and I'm ignorant. And then so I always like. Well, bless you for knowing. Because you know. imagine how many of us yeah, went to school say, not knowing. But I found out later in life. Because yeah. we're sitting there mm, sunk in a seat mm, because we're being talked about like slaves. They didn't say that we were enslaved. They said that we were slaves. Like we were born. Um, yeah, it wasn't no history you know, before slavery with be black slaves. people. Right. We were actually enslaved. Mm-hmm. And that makes a difference when you're teaching history to be factual. Yeah. We talked about this last week. Um, um, historical uh, revisionism where, you know, we talked about uh, John McCain mm-hmm. how you know a lot of black people came out saying you know hey you know this guy That's crazy he too. was a hero a war hero you know he was he loved his country but nobody talked about the fact that he voted against civil rights he voted against Martin Luther King holiday that you know he didn't support the LGBTQ community he didn't support he talked called the Vietnamese derogatory names mm-hmm. and I mean you know that those kind of things matter because when you're writing history we need to understand these things when we're going into the polls we need to know what this person's stance is you know these are public officials who actually write laws and change laws that change our lives so we need to be able to know who these people are a hundred percent and make up our own mind it's not you know by you giving us this information doesn't mean that you're slandering someone this is on the record this is on the record what he voted for and against and that makes us be able to go in with making an educated decision on who we think is the best representation for us you think they really want all this stuff on record they're I know trying they to don't. take the N-word out don't. of the Huckleberry fan book. They want to erase really? that shit. They want to act like it never happened. Yeah. It happened. It happened. Oh. It happened. And there's a good book. Um, I think I'm going to give those out for Christmas called The Hate You Give. And mm-hmm. a lot of schools are prohibiting that book from being in the, you know, inside. It's good book for junior high kids, especially. Hmm. The Hate You Give. Thug. Um, well, it, it is an acronym. Acronym for Thug. Yeah. 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 The Hate You Give. So what is it? Thug is... Um, I'll come up with it in a minute. We need Mr. Banks in here because he remember all the acronyms. The Tupac, the hate you give lives in effing everyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thug the, life. The hate you give. Yeah, it's Tupac. The hate you give is yeah. an acronym. Yeah, the hate right. you give, thug. <laughs> you just realized, oh, Lord. Nope, nope. nope. The hate you give is thug. Yeah. And Pac had the L-I-F-E live in effing everyone. It's early, y'all. My brain wakes up at noon, but it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah, so that's a good book, I think, because we have to read the Huckleberry Finn. Think about all the books you read that didn't have anything to do with you. And when they did talk about us, black people in particular, it was talking about slavery, <clears throat> being in captivity, being in a submissive state. Right. And so then, they teach us about Nat Turner in school. 
know. So they didn't we want us to know that. People who fought, you know. And just, I love history now that I'm older, way more than mm, I did when I was a kid. Because yeah, now yeah, I'm learning yeah, other yeah. stories. Like our history didn't start with black with slavery. And, we and, have black and, history before slavery. And how there was only certain um, certain books and certain chapters in the Bible that 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 he was allowed to read. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then when he you know started expanding and reading and started more. reading other uh-huh. parts of the bible he was mm-hmm. like wait hold on hold mm-hmm. on wait wait wait, wait. anything to empower yeah. black people they try to shut it down yeah 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 that's what had happened that's exactly what had happened so yeah i mean you know and that's why we need to talk about this so you got ignorant people who are boycotting nike they're burning their stuff like you already paid for it. that's how you know people are so ignorant though right like you, <laughs> yeah that's you funny to me that burnt the shoes while, while they on his feet hey that's a g right there he that dedicated in his hatred hey i respect his racist little ignorant self Bless his heart. And you know they only burning like the crap Nikes. They burning like the yeah. Nikes from Ross and TJ Maxx. They ain't burning no no Air Maxes, no Jordan. Either Jordans. way you pay for it. Unless I mean, you either way it go, yeah. It, Burn some ignorant. real J's, some two hundred dollar retros or something. Impress but, yeah. me. But here's the thing. Like they love the veterans so much. Give all your Nike material to. Why don't you go and give them to the veterans? Man, yes. that's, that's, you love them so much. That's yeah. You know, there's a right lot rage of homeless right there. veterans. Yeah. Um, misplaced white rage yeah so i love it i love it i don't know how you guys feel about it um those of you who are listening on facebook live um that mean the nfl rates gonna drop drastically because they got their side protesting they got us protesting yeah. i love it and the stock is uh, has gone up so the and smart thing is a lot of people were posting which i love that, that they were saying you know don't just buy nike invest in nike you know, you can buy stock and get, um, you know, dividends off of your investment. And that's an awesome thing, you know, because you're going to make money. So I definitely encourage people to invest in stock. And definitely if you supported Nike and you want to do something to show your support, you know, I already have Nike in my closet, but investing in stock is a big deal because then you're going to be paying yourself because anything that you put on your body depreciates, you know, automatically. So that's just what's going to happen. But, you know, Nike has always supported our people, even though, you know they've been shunned LeBron James for example who has a lifetime um, contract who, LeBron? a billion dollar contract got, I'm speaking go of some Le- of those LeBron Le- talking about the one with the gold strap yeah. speaking of which you know what's yeah. funny about that I got a classmate that I eventually wound up hiring when he was a senior in high school uh, yeah. named Tim Day he helped design that shoe and came up really? with the concept he works for Nike oh, he got that a scholarship and went to Oregon then he wound up staying there working for Nike he still works for Nike oh, and then really? they went to him and he came up with the concept of the whole shoe he oh, got a shout know. out in Slam Magazine yesterday did for he it. make money off of it I don't know I don't talk money with him online I don't talk money with people online for but some you know what I'm, I'm just James proud that he is just got a, the, a stand-up guy i doubt that yeah. he yeah. would allow somebody to to contribute to the shoe and right. not not yeah. be able to right you know capitalize off yeah of shout out to my homie tim tim yeah, day so shout out to um to colin kaepernick just believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything and we've seen a lot of memes coming out of everybody kind of oh, like man. that. i'm low-key loving them you see you, you see my face it's some funny ones it's, it's I, some funny ones i just seen one today with michael j fox and it's kind of rude it was the shaky and it said believe in something but yeah. there was squiggly lines you y'all see the one with stevie i seen the one with stevie with all the jumbled words it was, no. it was braille yeah <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Black people always got. They had one with Mac Miller who passed away yesterday, already this morning. Who did? Oh, with Mac Miller, it said, "Believe in dying before M could dish you back." Oh my God! And it said, "Just OD it." That's not that. that It ain't funny, like man. It's too soon, dude. You can't go off like that. That's cold. That man is not even out the the. It ain't been 24 hours yet. 
That's sad. I mean, that just brings us, you know, to the fact that drug addiction media. is a real, it's, it's a real deal. For real. And, you know, I've lost a friend to, to drug addiction, rest in peace. And I just feel bad for anyone who knows someone who, who's in that situation because it's not really much you can do. People say, yeah, you can try to get them help, but it's, they have to actually want help. That's you true. have to, you know, have, have some form of mental state to where you go in with the intention on getting yourself together. If you just in there like, yeah, whatever, I'm doing this for my family or it's nothing really wrong with me, I'm just here, then you're not gonna you're not gonna get the help you need. You know, because I know a lot of people were dogging Ariana Grande. I don't know how you dogging this girl who's not even with him for his death. Mac Miller's death. Yeah, they she were she her? muted she muted her comments on Instagram because people were uh Why they was going to her? They was just defending her last they Friday. Her, yeah. For his death? Basically, yeah. See how they turn on well, you one how, week, they defending you yes. in church, she and then the needed, next week they going at you. But how she is going it her through fault? it? Right. I mean, what are they saying? Basically that, you know, it's your fault. You should have stayed with him. You really? Him. I guess they felt like it was the depression, you know, escalated. Because That's BS. She left him. But she did. She she posted, you know, prior that she left him because drug abuse was a deal breaker for her. Huh. Which I get it because that's so a that deal breaker for me. Right I can't there. be high yeah. in my purse. You know, right. at night while we Real you know, doing our thing, I can't be tucking my purse. Like my grandma, I'm locking your door for my uncle to get in the house, and <laughs> he can't, can't be in the house by himself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, for real. You got a high credit. Card I mean, you don't see us blaming jewelry. Bobby for Whitney's death. Your steaks, all kind of stuff. You right. know what I'm saying? A lot of people did blame Bobby for Really? They was blaming Bobby for Whitney's death? Yes. You know Bobby was the one that got her hooked on that. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Not according to this documentary movie, boy. Bobby. I love it, boy. I I saw all three parts. It's three parts. It's three, it's two. It's only two. Oh, it's two. It's two parts, and they're like two and a half hours apiece. And I sat up and watched them. I can't wait to watch it. I've been wrong by Bobby Brown all my life. I'm sorry. But... I watched that and it yeah. was really good and I didn't know nothing about him and Janet Jackson. Nobody knew. I know. That. And crazy. I'm just saying memes because I haven't seen it yet but I was like, Janet, look, huh? See, I knew you. It's getting it you in. She's going to be on Black Girls Rock tomorrow. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't wait to see if Black Girls If she wear a Bobby Rock. Brown t-shirt, I'm losing it. So, <laughs> if I was, hey, if I was her in her shoes, I would. Why not? <laughs> Ride that momentum. If she wear a Bobby Brown t-shirt, hey, she'd be, she be on top of Beyonce in my mind. You hit it because I already knocked her down to number two. Baby, you know, Janet down to who's, who's down who, to number who be two? Bay, Bay beat Janet, Beyonce. So Janet was at your top till Beyonce was born. No, nah, she was at my top as far as like overall entertainer, yeah. black woman. Beyonce's number one. Janet's number two. I mean, two. for this era, I think that's a good pick. I think overall, her I reign on top I, is like eighteen. She like eighteen years on top. Yeah, Janet, but Janet's still doing her thing. Janet's 15. still doing her thing, but it ain't the same. It, to me, it is. What's what was the la- last he album? Ain't moving slow. J Lo, the same thing. Uh, J Lo, different. Oh, man. Okay, no so when Beyonce slow down, you gonna fall off the wagon again? I don't think she. I think she'll just quit. I okay. think she won't be number two. She'll just fall off completely. And just remain number one. You think so? I think so. I think motherhood I mean, will take listen, over. I mean, listen, we all have mother. our prime, and then it slows down because mm. we have to make room. It's just like the seasons. You know, the leaves they bloom, they look so green, and then they fall off, and then other ones bloom. That's so you what think happens. Michael Jackson slow slowed down before he passed? He didn't slow down. His reign on top was so no. strong and so powerful. His slowdown wasn't even noticeable. No, mm, I no. couldn't even tell you what the last um, album is that he released 
But the fact that he was so strong in the beginning, that's, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Kept him and on and the I think Bay kind of got that too. Like she sustained like mm-hmm. that high level for so, so you're long. Saying that all of what Janet Jackson did meant nothing. No, never said. I never say that. Oh, no, okay. what she did was. I mean, she paid. Yeah, the way. yeah, she, she paid. The, the and door she for Beyonce. She did. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I, I never think. take her resume from her. Her resume is strong, and it's that's like, like saying Mary J. Blige is better than Aretha Franklin. It's you can't really compare that. Is she better? You know than No. I wouldn't say she better I mean, than Aretha. Mary J. Blige, she is, but we talking about Aretha. And that's what I'm talking no, about. No, you can't. Aretha's in her own lane. And period. So is, and so Point is blank. Janet. And so is Janet. So yeah. I, I am not debating on this. But back okay. to Bobby though, going yeah. through all of them. No. <laughs> Anybody watch the documentary? Ooh. I didn't watch it. I love um, it. Her sister, his sister, spoke out against it. He didn't against like it. The way, She's pissed. Um, they don't like. She don't Was like her. His wife. Really, I, don't think I love his wife. I think she's the best thing okay, happened to Bobby. Why do you love her? Do you her? love her based off the the biopic? No, I love her based off of the fact that he overlooked that she was dating Teddy Raleigh, who was his producer, and then he wound up getting with her. Okay, and I, for she one, my nerves. you think about that. So all these people talking about I can't date you. You've been dating my best friend. No, nope, it worked for Bobby. It worked for Bobby. I cannot deal with you. So you got to put that in the past and just oh roll with it. God. He overlooked that. Oh my God. And Bobby's been like the most st- stable adult since he been with since he been with her. And I think she gives him like a piece of a piece of serenity. And she's about. cute. I think he probably would have been stable with anybody that wasn't now with Whitney. With anybody that wasn't on drugs. Uh, not Janet. <laughs> well, well Janet, that, that was a that, that then, was, she that wasn't a relationship. I don't was, know. I he was Janet's side piece. Then Loki, I heard he messed with Lisa Ray too. Ooh. I gotta find, I gotta do more fact checking on that one, but somebody said know. that one too. Well, the family, well, the, the sister, according to the sister, she hates anybody who carries Bobby Brown's blood. Why? And that, you know, she hated the fact that she went, that he went in on Whitney Houston so hard. Like she said, Whitney was feisty, but she loved Bobby. <laughs> I didn't. I seen that in the movie. I seen like she still loved him, but she had a drug problem and a, a, a quote unquote so, uh, I mean, alleged lesbian love relationship. Mary J. Blige, you know, she applauded her husband, now her ex husband, because she felt like he was the one who helped her get off drugs and he was her savior. But now you see that he's the villain. Now he's trying to take her income. I mean, and he had a woman just on the side. Like they together. He I, doing what women do to men when they get divorced. He want his cut. And it was an equal this opportunity. Kind of he, he, he managed her. That ain't his voice. That's her he, voice. He managed her, though. But she had a manager before, and, he, and she was popular and talented before him. So his efforts is going to be uh, uh, washed away he, because he, he's he divorcing her? He do that with somebody else. His job is manager. That's how he makes his money. Go manage somebody and else. And he helped her get off drugs. I don't tell her what would be if he just let her be and just keep... She wasn't like, on drugs when she Who, Mary? Yeah. She wasn't dancing like that sober. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing, don't mention Mary's dancing, please. I love Mary dancing with the boots. You and only you. I be trying to mock it at everything. So the stumble, you that's the drunk stumble. Uh, yeah, okay. But so long live King Bobby. They had a concert out here too last night. Y'all went? No. The Ronnie Lauren Bobby Ricky Mike. Lauren Hill was here. J Cole. We had like though. three big concerts. She just performed though. And they said Lauren Hill showed up on time. What? Oh damn! They must have told. They must have told her if you don't get here in the part in, of the retainer the first or something. Yeah, minutes, you don't get paid. <laughs> she showed up I on time. Lauren. I don't like the way she's changed up the whole. Uh, she need a new album. That high speed, fast stuff. You know, I need that same old school flow that she did. She only got one album of Lauren Hill. Yeah, but it's still the shit's naive. It's Shout twenty years. She got a one high album and a twenty year average. 
Listen, she, she's still she's torn off that album. How many people? I ain't mad that? at that. Yeah, get your money. Yeah. Besides Michael Jackson, she's torn off that album. So listen, she's doing her thing. I, I can't be mad at her for that. I would have loved to have seen her last night. I'm sorry I missed her. Um, I was hoping she was coming with Nas, but I think he came off the ticket. <laughs> you know, my Nas baby daddy going, going through, through stuff. stuff. Yeah, you you seen the post I tagged you in about your baby daddy? <laughs> I wanted to beat her to console him. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, you did. Nah. I did. I wanted to rub his head. No, let me stop. Aww. But no, I'm sure you did. Listen, I get it. What I'm is listening. that? Y'all, let's talk about that, though, because okay. I think it's two sides to every story. Remember when Khalees came out, and this is around the time that Nas went into the courts to um, fight for custody. Right. So I guess he wanted to rearrange the custody. Reading his seven... Uh, post rant right. on Instagram. Yeah, it was a long it post. sounds to me like he went in to revisit the uh, visitation uh, rights because of his career. Right. You know, he needed something that would conform to, you know, his lifestyle, which is understandable. You know, I think Khalees wouldn't have been with him if he wasn't famous and making all this money, right? You know what I'm saying? So she knew what she signed up for. And I don't know the backstory, but it sounds to me like he just wanted to be able to see his son when he could and still be able to make a living. And she was making that difficult for him. And he was crying out for help, like saying, listen, you know, this is what I'm going through. I'm tired of you putting my name through the mud. But she came out and spoke to one of the Ratchet Radio uh, uh, TV shows. What was that? The Hollywood something unlock, whatever the host is for that. Um, she came out and talked about him and said things like they thought that he abused her. Like she was really ashamed to come out at a certain point because the same time that Rihanna was getting beat down by Chris Brown that she had been victimized. And my son asked me, he said, do you think that Nas actually was beating up her? I said, no. I said, I think it was a, a dysfunctional relationship. I think she probably swung on him and he, you know, slapped her around. Like, not saying that it's okay to abuse each other, but I'm saying I don't think he came in the house and kicked her and was like, where my dinner? You know right. what I'm saying? I think mm -hmm. there's different types of people who are in volatile relationships. You do have people who just come in and intimidate and beat down, you know, Know, you have a, a man or a woman because I know some women that have bullied the hell out of their men too but I think sometimes in relationships people don't know how to you, you know do the anger management thing so you can't end up slapping and then somebody trying to defend themselves so they end up slapping again I'm not saying it's right but I think there's a difference when you just get caught up in the heat of the moment versus somebody just getting their ass beat down on a regular basis by someone who's bullying them what y'all think? I got an associate. I guess him and his girl got into a fight, and allegedly he hit her. She grabbed a knife. She stabbed him in the heart. He Ooh. in the hospital fighting for his life. Now, oh my god! Like when? This happened okay, not yesterday, the day before. You know a damn story. Oh, they know he knows. What kind of people you hanging around, Sean? Damn. I just know him through associates. We got a lot of mutual <laughs> friends, and all that happened, and that's it's been on this big Facebook debate. Like, Are don't say serious? he's dead. He's not dead, which he's not. But, but he's in a hospital he, fighting for his life. He's on life support. Yeah, but the, she stabbed him in. The, allegedly, she, she stabbed him with the heart in the chest with a heart. I mean, is she in jail? I don't know where she's at. But her, from what her claim is, it was a domestic right. violence dispute. And yeah. she was defending herself. That's the word on the, the on the internet streets. Wow, they got she defending herself. Was he an abusive? He don't seem husband? like it, but you can never tell. They got yeah. kids. I don't know. That's a good question. Oh. I've been hearing it from every different sources. I'm putting that's two horrible. together. But well, that's next the gist week, of everything. give us the update. I, you know, I will. <laughs> what happened? You know, shout out to everybody that's involved. It's kind of a sad situation. Okay, so we got this T, uh, alpha female, 1970 something. Oh. <laughs> Vintage alpha female. What, what is an alpha female? Somebody first of all, told me what is I was an alpha, alpha female? female before. And what is an alpha female? The lady he was just talking about. Good point. Oh, 
Could be. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The lady that defended herself? Because the man hit her? But, or Khalees? <laughs> yeah, Khalees is, I think, is an alpha female. Why do you think, okay, what is an alpha female? I, from what they told me, because I, I haven't even looked up. Okay, really so I'm, I'm going to, because I've heard that people say I'm an alpha male, and I've heard people say I'm an alpha They call female. you an alpha male? No, but I've heard men say I'm an oh, alpha gotcha. male. Okay. No, I've never been called an alpha anything. I've been told that I'm, I'm a bully. That's, yeah, that's, that's actually the word that they called me. Yeah. Uh, alpha bully. female is, according to the Urban Dictionary, is a, is a uh, uh, alpha female is um, in you a You on group. the Urban Dictionary? Yeah. Yeah. Urban you Dictionary might, don't be right. Hey, they might get the wrong She dates as many that. males as she wants. That's yeah, I'm about bullshit. to say, yeah, you don't trust <laughs> the Urban Dictionary. That is not Webster's. The Urban Dictionary will <laughs> have you thinking that you, yeah. she dates as many males as she wants. <laughs> Strong and confident and a hard worker as well as often busy. She's usually sarcastic because she's powerful and playful. <laughs> Females are intelligent and intellectual problem solvers. And although being an alpha female is more of a state of mind than physically, an alpha understatement, it understands the uh, dressing up or sexy increases her power in society okay no because you can't even use those let things me, you can't me, reverse it and use an alpha male well, with those just, same <laughs> no qualities. I, okay listen no <laughs> what is an alpha female you got the shirt on i need you to i think this. it's just a, a woman basically who's very i don't know confident sure of herself and can um Take care of business. Yeah. I don't know. She doesn't actually That's need, your definition? She doesn't really need anybody else to help her. I mean, but she, of course, wants Or they live and hunt to together in groups. What? Ooh, <laughs> are they hunters the and gatherers? What are we talking about here? I ain't hunting nothing. <laughs> the pack leaders are the alpha oh male God. and female. The pack of what? But that's when I picture alpha, that means the leader. Like, you're the okay, leader. Okay, I feel like I'm a leader. You're a leader. So, I do, I'm so, a born leader. So you're the head of your household? I didn't say all that. I said I'm a born leader. So what that means is I have the capability to lead anything, mm -hmm. whether it's at work, whether it's at home, whether it's whatever. But do I... Am I saying that I'm a, I'm the head of my household? No, my husband is. But yeah, it says these, be, these two animals are dominant over the, the, the wolves in their pack. You can be <laughs> for sure that I allow my husband to, not allow, I allow I'm about him. to say, yeah, that's but an alpha does. female Respect statement right there. He runs the house, but I do give my feedback. I give my uh, who has outlook, the, Who has the overall my, say so? You or him? But I'll tell you what, I mean, if he says something that I don't agree with, I'll probably talk him into doing something different in yeah. a nice way. But if he says no, he says no. And so that, you just, that just happened. Say? That just happened. I think it works both ways. <laughs> he told me no. And I was like, okay. Oh, okay. I'll ask you later what it was. But <laughs> yeah. Um, he told me no. Yeah, I think it goes both ways in relationships. That, you know, I definitely want a man in the house that, that takes charge. Um, that can lead. Mm -hmm. You know, I just not I'm not gonna let anybody lead me. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's not equipped to do that. But I think that is a man's responsibility to be able to lead his family. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, but I think it's compromising relationships that sometimes the women behind the scenes we run a lot. When they say who runs the world, girls, we run this. You know what I'm saying? We run this mother. You know what I'm saying? We do because even mm -hmm. you know behind closed doors, even though the man stands up and says this is what it's gonna be, the woman is behind and saying we ain't doing this. This ain't happening. So that's exactly this, what I'm talking. Yeah. About. That's so. 
what that's I'm what happens. Yeah, that's what happens. You know, and I think you know, I hats off to the men who respect women in that respect that allow you know respect this woman enough, respect her intelligence, and you know, and trust her to be able to make decisions and you know say, listen, okay, I trust and respect what you're saying, and this is what it's going to be. And it's not like, well, you know, my lady said this. It's like this is what it is. You know, so a lot of times, you know, we think that the man is running everything. You looking over there because you already know you ain't running nothing. Huh? Here, here are some alpha female um, Man traits. Okay. Goal-driven and setting high standards, self-manifestation of priorities, and yeah. willingness to demonstrate the ability to lead, yeah. control of the language and sound, yeah. business-like attitudes, can be stony or ice-like with silence, but in self-control at all times. Self-control, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I think that's a better one. You ain't like mine about the packs of wolves. Hell no. What, what is that? What, okay. What? So here's a question. Can an alpha female date a beta male? Somebody told me that they can, but it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> I heard that this morning. Right. Really? It's not. <laughs> and I agree pretty. with that. So do you consider yourself an alpha or a beta male? Alpha. Okay. Off top. You got to be alpha. What about your wife? Is she alpha She's female alpha. or beta? She's alpha. She's alpha. She's alpha. <laughs> but that's a front, though. He I didn't, said she's I, a front. I done broke that down. Like, I think a lot of people see, put the facade that they're alpha. But I think once the, 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 the more dominant alpha can see the weakness in the other alpha, they'll break that down and know how to navigate through that. And I, and, and I think that that is probably why alpha females allow you guys to do what you, you need to do because she can trust the fact that you're going to handle it. You're going to handle it. So for the sake of I don't, I don't have the energy to go back and forth with that. I'll just you agree ain't with going that. back and forth with me. <laughs> and I, I like I respect a man like that. You know, it's yeah. not gonna go back and yeah. forth. You know what I'm saying? Because it could go back and and I'll let like what was that? I let my wife leave, but I know if it's something I don't agree with, I'll step in and I'll, hey, switch this up or don't do this. So yeah. and she'll take it into consideration and she might not do it. But yeah. I know I have to finally say so, and it makes my work a little easier. Mm-hmm. I can trust her to make the decisions. But mm-hmm. if I see it's getting out of hand or I don't agree with, then I can step in. Yeah. That's okay. how my husband is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with no means. So he no. has the final say. So he does. Right. I never. He does. So you, he say one thing. You don't just say, "Well, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do." I'm gonna fight for it. But if he say no, it's no. If he, I, I okay, it's a look. I know the look. If he gives me a, that look, I'm like, you know. But you trust him. What's the look? <laughs> yeah. Let me sit down somewhere. You trust and respect his opinion. I do. Yeah. I think it goes both ways. I think it really does. Um. Yeah, I, I don't give myself a title. You know, I've been told that I'm, you know, a bully. I don't know what that means. So is your relationship a democracy like, or a dictatorship? It's a democracy. Because I can't tell, I can't run anybody. I, I mean, I can say what I want you to do, but it's up to that person to do it. So how is it a democracy if somebody has a final say-so? Wouldn't that be a dictatorship? I'm sorry? Would it be a dictatorship if, some, if one person has a final say-so? Yeah, if it is, it's, it's my way or the highway, that's a dictatorship. A democracy is where, you know, we come, we compromise. We decide what's good for the, great, for the greater good, and we make a decision based off that. And some things may not go your way. It's like the Congress and the Senate get together and they make decisions. Everybody don't agree, but they say, oh, we'll pass this bill. I don't like this stuff that's in it, but I need this to be passed. So who leads and who follows? I think it just depends on the situation. When it comes to cooking, I might be the leader. When it comes to designing the house, I might be the leader. Okay. When it comes to uh, goal setting for the family, I think that's a shared. Yeah, it is shared. It okay. Is shared. When it comes I mean, to for, other stuff, for me, that's shared. 
You know, because I'm, I'm into that uh, role. What do you call it? The uh, gender roles. I, I do respect that, even though it kind of merges nowadays. Because every, you know, it ain't the woman at home and the man at work. It's weird. Both, fam- yeah. both parts of the family are at work, mm-hmm. so you have to share with the cooking and cleaning and all mm-hmm. that. But I do think a man should be able to, you know, hang pictures and change oil right. and the tires and put together stuff versus a woman having to do that. You know, if you're a single woman, that's understandable. But I think that's something that a man should be doing, right? But how can a man do that if they're raised in a, a woman household as a kid, as the Reverend Williams said earlier? Why wouldn't they be able to, especially if the woman is teaching them that? I mean, if you got a son, you take full advantage mm-hmm. of it as a woman. Like, okay. take the trash out. I have an opinion on that. Okay. So do I think that a, a, a woman can raise a man to be a man by herself? Mm-hmm. Um, I think if she wants to do an effective job at raising this this boy to become a man, that she's going to look for assistance mm-hmm. from her brothers or her father. She's going to make sure that her son has positive role models right. in his life. So does that mean she can't do it by herself? It doesn't mean that. But a smart woman, I believe, would make sure that her son had the resources that he needed. Yeah. You know, because honestly, I mean, think about like football. Mm-hmm. I don't really know a lot about football, but if I wanted my if my son was interested in playing football, wanted to play football, I'm going to make sure that I hook him up with, you know, a good coach, um, and then have maybe somebody to come to the house and maybe work with him on some mm-hmm. moves outside of practice, or yeah. you know, um, I don't know. I just think that a smart woman would make sure that her son had male role models in his yeah. life. So, right. I mean, I kind of agree that. She shouldn't do it by herself. Yeah, I do. I mean, yeah, I think you got a good point. Um, definitely. Uh, shout out to Darnell who says that. Um, basically, when it comes to the black family, he said a lot here. I'm trying to pull up his information, but he says, um, in regards to um, the black family, he said, unfortunately, um, black moms are the least likely to breastfeed and that the disturbing history of black women forced to nurse white children sheds light on why. And I think that's a good point. Um, what, you know. So he's saying because black women, there's a history of black women breastfeeding white kids that they don't breastfeed they i don't understand what he's just saying i think i understand what he's saying because it's kind of like how the rich versus poor when you think about how um certain things that you do are are poor type things like drinking kool-aid is like a poor man's drink right so back in slavery um the white women didn't breastfeed their children they allow the black woman to and i'm gonna go on a rant for a minute because if you don't like black people you, yeah, isn't it ironic that you don't like black people? You think that they are three-fifths humans, that they have tails, that they're no, just they the scum exactly of the earth, but you are. allow your baby's lips to go around the nipple of a black woman to feed them, which, which you won't do yourself. So the, the stigma became that, you know, once you, when formula came into play, where you could actually buy, you know, milk out of the store to feed your baby, that was like, you know, a big deal. Like you, you wasn't poor. You didn't have to drink off of the nipple. You mm-hmm. had, you can go in and buy it. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of mm-hmm. like reverse psychology in that respect. Mm-hmm. Does that have anything to do with raising black men? I think it does. I think the bonding aspect is taken away when you're not breastfeeding. Um, I know a lot of women struggle with breastfeeding that all of us aren't capable of doing that. But I think that it's important because it is a bonding factor and it is healthy for your child. And, it, you know, statistics show that your children develop better when they're breastfed. So, but I think that a woman can, can raise a boy 
and to be a man because she can put instill those qualities in him. You know, as long as you're By teaching herself, him, you think that she could do it. I've, women Without have help? done it. Women have done it by themselves, so I have to say yes. Did okay. a man raise her? Can a man raise her? I think even a man. I've I've heard it where men. I mean, Trish, you you mentioned things that your father. I've heard women say that their fathers taught them more about their bodies than um than their mothers did, than a woman did. I've heard a girl say her her father taught her, you know, always, you know, you know, shower twice a day and right. things about her body as far, you know, not you know because maybe those are the things he wanted from a woman, mm-hmm. but it was nothing wrong with what he was teaching her. You can know what a, I'm saying? If you're going through puberty, those are kind of things you need to know. I think the question is, can a woman that wasn't raised by a male raise her son without a male because now you're dealing with two generations that don't have a male figure in the household Mm -hmm. so how far removed are you from things that men do yes I think a woman can raise a man without a male I think it's more I think it's a woman that didn't have a father in her life or another man in her life as her growing up can raise a have son. Have no man around her. I think Correct. it's going to be a little bit harder for her because I don't know what her perception of what a man can be, what a man is. I'm sure it's challenged. You know, you know I'm lucky that I had a lot of strong male figures mm-hmm. in my right. life. Not exactly. just my dad, but my uncles. Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? What my I'm grandfathers. Saying. They, you, you know, figure, if I didn't figures, have yeah. a father, I had a lot of examples of strong men right. Right. that showed me that this is what a man should be. You know, hard person, hard working person, hands on. And I'm sure your mother made sure that these people were a positive role model for you. Yeah. It takes a village. Which is, that's what a good mother does. Yeah. 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 She balances it out. Yeah. I, I think that, um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's a tricky situation. Like, again, we're going back to the Reverend Williams who, you know, did the eulogy for uh, Mr. Rita Franklin's uh, home going. And again, I was pissed off about the fact that he focused on black on black crime. And again, black on black crime is a term that we put out there to pretty much just, just disrespect the black community by saying, you know, that that's all that happens. Black people killing black people when the majority of whites are killed by whites. The majority of Mexicans are killed by Mexicans. The majority of Asians are killed by Asians. Y'all can Google the statistics. Those are facts. People are victimized by people that they that are within their community. We still are somewhat segregated, even though we sprinkled around depending on what state or city you live in. Overall, we still have a majority of blacks living in some communities, a majority of whites living in some communities. I mean, we can do the statistics now. If we talk about Las Vegas, Summerlin, I would say is majority white. Would y'all disagree? I agree. Okay, in in North Las Vegas, it's majority. It's a mixed majority. You know, I don't really I separate people of color. I'm gonna say it's black. Las Vegas is a more of a diverse, diverse area. But if you talk about a place like Chicago, yeah. you know, you definitely don't see a lot of mixing. Like if a, a white kid is coming into the South Side, it looks like well, you know, he get a nickname and everything. He's right. White boy, and you know, he he stands out. Right. You know, in the community, Vegas is a little bit more mixed. But that's the thing. So if you live in that community, a lot of people don't even leave their community. I mean, I've been into cities where. I travel outside of their community like I've never been there I go into LA and they've never been to San Diego and I'm like mm-hmm. what really so people don't even travel outside of their communities so when the crime and all this victimization happens robberies murders and whatever happens in that community it's around the people that you're around and again it's just not black people that's committing crimes it's not just black people on black people right. it's, it's all races you know it shows that, that that's what the statistics are so that that's where I stand on that and you know I just feel like 
You know, I'm tired of people trying to push that narrative. It really upsets me. Um, shout out to Colin Kaepernick. Shout out to Nike. Shout out to everyone who supports what I he's heard, doing. I heard that Ford is also on board. I read that somewhere, but Ford? I couldn't find it but nowhere else. It. Yeah, yeah. I just I, that's the first I've heard it. of it. Um, I saw it actually. This I wish morning. they did, boy. That'll yeah. make them hot. You know what I mean? Go, wait, are they F- going to take their flags out the back of the Ford trucks and burn them? What they, they going to do? Switch to Chevy and GM, General Motors. Mm. Yeah. So what happens if everybody just says no? Enough is enough. Stop messing with these people. They gonna boycott everything. Or they and, gonna in just their sit mind, down? in their mind, they thinking everybody's doing that. But it's only been Nike and a few other companies like that. So they just it's, it's right in this place, right rage. They just mad. Be big mad. Okay, whatever dumbass um, burnt his shoes up with him on <laughs> that show that was that's crazy. a level of dedication right there that yeah. can't be unmatched you stupid <laughs> yeah that's crazy be did wrong. you guys hear about the cop that um, this woman went into I a, caught that uh, she said she was going she thought mm, she was going mm, into mm. her home and ended up killing a 26 year old male Isn't that sounds that suspicious because if it's the wrong apartment mm-hmm. how did the key fit in the hole and when she realized that's that, what I don't that, understand that's why, about that's, that story. Did she story have to kick the door in? It's so much going yeah. on with this story. I think they was in a relationship, and he probably was gonna tell her husband. I'm sorry, that's gonna come out. You just, you just I just that made up. that up. Yeah, I made it up. But I think it's more to the story. I think it's something similar to this. I think she knew him. Either they was together, either they had beef with each other, they had issues. Maybe he was a little too arrogant for her. You know how that go, mm-hmm. right? Um, some ain't right. Some ain't adding up because you know damn well as soon as you walk in the door, how the house is decorated, this ain't your house. Right. Well, she was high but out of her mind. how did she get in? They did well, drug test her and she's being charged with manslaughter. That's Good. it. Just manslaughter. Why not but just full-blown murder? That's the part I'm murder. still trying to figure that's out. That's the law that needs to change. Charge her with murder. Did yeah, he open the door and let killings. her in? They said it all happened in the doorway. So, and so, I don't know. Maybe he opened the door and she just shot. I don't know. But she had her. Then they're gonna say she was off duty. Yeah. So this is Dallas Police Chief. She had her uniform on. So maybe she was off. Just got off work. And then okay, yeah, you off duty. Yeah. Um, Something ain't right. It, it's a very weird story. Um, the victim is Botham Shem Jean. Again, he was 26 years old, black male. Um, and the, the the woman who killed him. Um, What's her age? Uh, yeah. They I don't think they, they released too much about her. So you know she's got to be. Something. It, this is a strange story, mm-hmm. it really is. But again, this is another unarmed black man that was killed by a police officer while he was asleep. Like, damn, you right. can't even sleep while black. Can't sleep right. in your own apartment. In your own apartment, we know that. And then they wonder damn. why Cap kneeling. Like, dude, this is the this is what we're talking this is about. A prime example. Yeah, it's a lot going on. It really is. But shout out to Kim Kardashian, who is again in the news for doing something positive for our community, and I salute her for that. Um, she's working to free a man who who got a life sentence at the age of 21 after his third strike when he was caught in the possession of uh, cocaine and marijuana. Mm. Uh, the judge that presided over the case actually resigned because she didn't want to sentence him, but that was a law we know that was implemented under the Clinton administration, yep. the three, three strikes. strikes law. So she. She resigned. She didn't want to enforce this if she had to, because it was a law. And um, who the judge? The judge, yes. But now she's working with the the family and those who are fighting. You the know, the judge to- that had to um, do the life sentence was Kevin Sharp. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Kevin Sharp is uh, the judge who was unwillingly handed who unwillingly handed down mm-hmm. the harsh sentence. Yeah. 
to uh, Mr. Young, um, was a mandatory life sentencing. She said, you know, she resigned because, uh, or he, I keep saying she, uh, but he, I'm, yeah, so I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, because I'm thinking of Kim, but he resigned um, because he had never been on the side of having to do something so unfair. Mm. And now he's fighting for us to get, you know, young out. This is what Kim Kardashian quoted in mm. regards to this, um, this judge, Tennessee mm-hmm. judge. So yeah, Mr. Um, Kevin Sharp. Um, so, yeah, you know, she just recently, early in the year, had Alice uh, Johnson freed, who was serving a life sentence for just being involved, collusion, I think is a good term to use, with um, a drug deal. So she was like the third party, the middleman, basically, as right. far as the transaction, but she had never touched drugs or, you know, been. They could know. charge you with that? She got, she was charged. Oh, shit. Yeah, she was doing a life <laughs> sentence, so she's been exonerated, per se. Mm. You know? This was all because she Kim Kardashian went in with her big booty and a smile, and um, yeah. she made it happen. Yes, yeah, she said, did. I don't know. Kanye might be for real, for real about running for president. So then, Kanye, they all a family. Her husband, they as one. I know no, who her husband is. About running for president, he for real about that. I, I, don't, I don't know if y'all. I don't think he gonna make it. Shoot, I, I, I think. Hey, if they allow this anything possible now, there, it's not, open you know. season. But maybe she just campaigning. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I ain't mad at it. It depends early. on who running against him. He um, might get my vote, depending on the other candidate. I mean, she initially said when she helped to get um, Alice, uh, you know, out of prison, was that she was just trying. You know, she was thinking in her mind that she was just spending her money frivolously, and she wanted to do something to help. Right. And she just came across this tweet on her feed, mm-hmm. and she thought that was her calling. Like this was a message well, to her. Great. This is what you can do. I'm not mad at that at all. Chris Young. So my thing is, uh, it's good to get you know different people, get this person, that person, that person. Mm -hmm. But do do, let's let's work on some kind of law Mm -hmm. that's going to help get rid of this three strikes rule. How about Mm -hmm. that? Let's work on that. Yeah, take that to the White House, Kim. Yeah. It, I agree. Put it right here. If Trump was serious, that's so what. If, if yeah. Trump wanted to win the black vote, <laughs> right, he could do put that. that right there. <laughs> Let him take it out. If Trump cheap. wanted to win the black vote, undo the three strikes law. Undo that. There you go. Yeah, we need to get rid of about the black but vote. But that all falls under these. At least mad I mean, put some efforts to try to sway us. Like, come on now. Yeah. Like, at least put so, an effort. It all falls under these mandatory minimum. And sentences. who 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 uh, signed the the black the three strikes rule? Oh, Clinton. Exactly. But then everybody want to call him the first black president. I know. Nah. They did that at, at Miss Aretha Franklin's eulogy. Yeah. They shouted him out as the first black president. As he I was. mean, everybody that's your color ain't your kind. So, I mean, it's not saying a lot. But you're giving him an honorary uh, recognition as being a black man. But he don't. he's not for the black people. If you're trying to lock all the black people up, you know, for some three strikes. I mean, this is a person who did not commit murder. They could, you know, it was a drug crime. And a lot of our brothers and sisters are incarcerated due to drug crimes. It was, it was drugs. You know, and, doing life sentencing. And he had a, a gun too. Oh, the firearm? Yeah. It's the felony charge. Oh, Fellow with the possession of a firearm. He had uh, guns as well. The as guy that you're talking the about? Drugs. drugs and firearms. Yeah. Chris Young. That's what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't just drugs. It was. Yeah, so he had two prior drug dealing convictions and uh, his new charges triggered a federal uh, three strikes uh, requiring a mandatory life term when he was found guilty. So, yeah, he, he, him and others were, that was, that was, he went to trial in August of 2013. They were convicted. So he's been in there for a minute. He's been in there for a minute. Almost 10 years. Yeah. So hopefully she can get him out. That'd be great. And then maybe he can uh, 
turn his life around because it just seemed like he was yeah, doing too much. I think much. that stuff like that should scare you straight. I, I can't see you coming up out of there and trying to sell drugs again. And now, you know, a lot of states are legalizing marijuana. So, and that's another thing. That is what I'm an advocate for. Those who have had past prior drug convictions to be able to have their cases sealed or whatever they need to do to make it so that they can get into this weed game. Because, I mean, damn, you know, you locking people up for selling weed. Now it's legal to sell weed in a lot of states. Mm. And people who have been, um, you know, basically they have the scarlet letter on them because of, you know, past prior crimes. They the best ones to get into this game, if government, you ask me. Government got the weed what? game they got, sold they, up. They resume is long. You know, I looked at that too as far as this dude and it was cocaine and crack and all that. And I'm not saying that he should still be in there or whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying it was not marijuana. I mean, Oliver North is free. Yeah. He brought all this mess to the United States, all this weaponry and all of that. Why why are we paying the biggest price for what the government did? And you know what they're doing with the weed in Seattle with all the dispensaries? They're making Mm -hmm. it to where the dispensaries have to go get all their weed wholesale through government warehouses. Wow. Do you hear this? Ain't that cold? You knew, they was, you knew they was That's going. a hustle for like, your right, ass. Hustle. Oh, yeah, ooh, just yeah. iced out everybody that's growing it. I mean, we talking about people just getting locked up and doing serious time for things, uh, nonviolent crimes. I mean, we talked about a lady who was sentenced to five years in prison for voting illegally. Yeah. So she didn't know she couldn't vote. She had just be, been released from jail, was given the do's and don'ts of what she could do, but none of that included the fact that she could not vote. She went to vote. I learned more about this story since last week mm-hmm. that her neighbor um, knew of the DA and a judge in her city and told on her. Snitch. I don't know how he found mm-hmm. out she voted, but he told her on her. What her neighbor look like? Um, I don't think he's melanated. Mm. And he told on her, he said that, you know, I, I witnessed her vote. I even gave her documents so that she would be able to vote. She's denying that. He ain't in the bed, Nettie. She's denying that. And she's saying he's lying. But nobody thinks that he's going to be charged with any any type of, you know, frauding or anything because he's in bed with the DA and the judge that's presiding over that case. Damn pilgrim. <laughs> That's crazy. So she got to do a mandatory 10 months. So she hasn't been uh, incarcerated yet. Her uh, team is trying to fight for her to at least stay out of prison while she's appealing, because obviously they're appealing the case. Yeah. But the judge is kind of like hardcore, want her locked up. Like, And then even after she does her 10 months, she still may have to do a five-year sentence. And even still, she will not be able to vote even after all of that. I think they're trying to make an example out of yeah. her because they don't want felons even thinking about voting. They don't mm-hmm. want ex-felons even mm-hmm. thinking about voting. They mm-hmm. don't even want them to try to get their voting rights yeah. back. I yeah. think this is uh, one of those setting, any, you know, yeah, setting an example out of her. And then here's another example of when you hear people say our votes don't count is people are working hard. This is just one individual. How does one vote make a difference where you would lock somebody up for five years? I'm looking at statistics. There was a Mexican woman in Texas, and Texas is serious about locking people up. Mm-hmm. They are big ones, and, they, and they're mm-hmm. serious about their voter suppression. they closing down uh, locations within the urban communities to make it harder for people to get to the voting mm-hmm. polls. So, you know, a lot of that's to happen. But there was a Mexican woman who was charged in Texas with voter fraud after prosecutors said she was illegally voted in 2016, the 2016 presidential election. Her name was Laura Janet, and she was 37 years old. Um, she was not um, legally here. 
Um, she was using fraud names fraudulently and just, you know, whatever she was doing was supposedly, allegedly done fraudulently. My thing on that case is though, is you already know that you're doing things fraudulently. Why would you go vote? Like, yeah. But to people, I think a lot of people don't think voting is a big deal. It is a big deal. And it's a big deal. Yeah, she so. she faced 20 years in prison and a $10,000 fine. Damn. Yeah. Um, wow. Another girl, another Mexican woman, she um, was a mother of four who lived outside of Dallas. She was um, sentenced to eight years in prison mm. and deportation after that. She voted illegally in elections in the 2012 and 2014. She Ooh. said she didn't know it was illegal. And she was brought to this country um, through her parents who were not documented. Mm. So she didn't even know that she was. Yeah, so she was a child just living here, considered yeah. herself a citizen and right. voted. Okay. How so old was she? She's thirty-seven. But here's my thing: Eight How years. does she go through all this and not know that she's um, undocumented? Like maybe her, her family pe- never told her. I know, but like you, you're getting jobs. You're, you know what I mean. Like, you get all yeah. the benefits that American get, but when it comes to vote, you can't yeah, vote. Yeah, birth certificate. So all these were like forged documents? Uh, probably. Because they do, I think they sell that kind of stuff at the discount yeah. mall. Yeah. And <laughs> and driver's licenses and stuff. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the machine got stolen at the DMV? I remember that. <laughs> Over on Cary. They doing it. Big Listen, another, another person um, was uh, Mr. Richardson McCausey. He was in uh, in the Hamilton County. He was a poll. No, this is a woman, a black woman. I'm sorry. She was a poll worker from 1998 until her arrest earlier when she was um, charged with eight counts of uh, illegal voting in May. So she accepted a plea deal and was convicted of four counts of uh, an exchange um, for other, uh, the four being arrested. So I guess there were other, uh, four case charges being dismissed, I'm sorry. So I guess what she was doing was she was voting on behalf of her sister who was in a coma. Mm, gotcha. So, but sister uh, Marguerite Kios, she was 55. She got a, she was placed on probation. So she didn't have to do any jail time. What was her name? Sister uh, Marguerite Kiobos. Mm. She knew somebody. Kios. Mm. 55 years old, she knew somebody. Maybe huh? she was in the church. Maybe she did a favor. She did one of them sister. back rows with the stroke on the back. <laughs> That's what that was. So, I mean, in Texas, they don't be playing when it comes to this voting stuff. But listen, voting is very important. We got our uh, midterms coming up. It's very important that we get involved. This is when we can bring in the district attorney, judges, um, councilmen, commissioners, the Senate, the governor. This is these are the people that matter. These are people who make decisions within our state. If you think about it, like I said, marijuana is legal in some states because people in some states voted for it. You know, mm-hmm. they petitioned for it, which is the first step, and then it goes before you know public office, and they make the determination as to whether or not it's going to be even discussed. Mm-hmm. Once it's discussed, they vote on it. These are the people who are representing you. So yeah. these are the people. If you are for you know marijuana being passed in your state, you got to be paying attention to who who's making these decisions on your behalf. Yeah. So these. These, these vote these, these midterms are more important even than our president being in office because a president um, most of his control is based on who's running the house. Yep. So you know if it's majority uh, Republican running the house and the president is a, of the Republican Party, it's going to make it a lot easier for him to get bills passed. It may not or may be in your favor, and vice versa if it's a Democratic president and majority Democratic. Uh, house. So those are the kind of things you got to think about when we're talking about voting. I know, Miss Trish, you wanted to talk about this letter that came over through the New York Times. 
I did want to talk about that, but before I do talk about that, October 6th, I belong to uh, State of Nevada Council on Black American Affairs, mm -hmm. and we are having a voter registration drive at Craig Ranch Park. On my birthday. From 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. So mm -hmm. if you are not registered, if you know somebody that's not registered, all those young people that you guys just um, gave graduation gifts to who mm -hmm. graduated high school, mm -hmm. they may not be registered yet. Um, bring them down. Let's get them registered so we can vote in November mm -hmm. and make a difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the letter from the anonymous um, uh, senior officer in the White House sent it to what the New so York. So how Times? do you know it was a senior officer? First of all, well, the New York Times pretty much they said that. announced it. Yeah, and they allowed it to be anonymous. They said they knew who it was, mm -hmm. but they they had to do it this way. What do you um, say to protect? Um, basically that Trump is a nutcase. I mean, it, it, no, for real, <laughs> yeah. like Trump is a nutcase and that um, there are people inside the White House that are resisting quietly. Yeah. So they're basically strategically um, doing things to get him up out of there. Like what? Uh, they didn't say, say what. Because I mean, he hasn't been impeached yet. Nobody's asking him to show his taxes. Um, you know, shout out to, you know, our uh, legal team that, you know, behind the scenes bringing charges up against people who may have colluded with Russia. But, I mean, technically, out of all the dirt that he's done, he's still in office. You mm -hmm. know, uh, our former President Clinton, all he did was get a blowjob in the Oval Office, and he was impeached. He was impeached. And here's a man who's been sleeping with strippers, not as president. But who's, you know, his taxes are questionable. He has not shown his taxes. We don't know if he's in bed with the Russians, which is a big deal. That, that's, that's a form of treason. They, they mentioned Russia in the letter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah. It's I, a long letter. It is a long letter. I did read some of it. And it sounds to me like um, someone who's very close to him knows um, a lot about him. And they're leaking information to, um, I guess, to wake us up. And a lot of people are assuming that it is y'all's vice president. Some have Mike said, hey, hey, he has He's been low-key lately. Because of this one word that was mentioned in the letter that he has only used, it's not a common word, mm -hmm. but he has used this word in other um, speeches and things like that. The word lodestar. Mm -hmm. oh. yeah. It's in the anonymous letter. Yeah. And then there are, you. Can, I'll, I'll forward you the thing mm -hmm. where you can hear him actually <laughs> saying this word. YouTube it. Mm -hmm. YouTube Mike Pence lodestar. I'm sure. <laughs> and I don't even know what lodestar means. Oh, I've never like, heard of it until that's, now. That's quite a word. I think it's some military term or something. It's actually, I think, a, like a biblical a biblical term. And I think um, next week I do want to talk more about the biblical aspect of Donald Trump. Um, hopefully we can have a special guest in to break that down because a lot of people are saying as far as Donald Trump is concerned that he is the, the Antichrist. Uh, no, they said Barack Obama was an Antichrist. I had a black man tell me that he believed that, that uh, President Barack Obama was an Antichrist. I heard somebody try to sell me that, on that, that concept. And that he was not American and that he, I mean. I don't you, believe it, but I heard that con somebody really broke and I. But these evangelicals <sighs> think that he, that Trump is the coming of Christ. That they look what? at him. Yes, they think that he is living out his biblical um, term, even though oh, he may Lord. not be. That's why they support him? Yes, yes. Because I read an want, article that just tripped me they up. They want the Antichrist to so, come? No, that now? he is. No, he represents Christ. Like, basically, that Who he. Who represents Christ? Trump. Trump <laughs> is. Which Christ? 
Jesus of Nazareth. (laughs) I did. They're they're basically (laughs) not my Lord. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, uh, yeah, so I definitely want to get into that more because a lot of people, and because we ask ourselves the question, like, why are all these Christian and so-called evangelicals so supportive of him? No matter what he does, they still support him. And their their biggest, um, um, you know, comeback is basically, it doesn't matter about his dirt as long as he's doing the greater good, whatever their mm-hmm. intentions are. Mm-hmm. They're against abortion. And what else are they against? Gay and lesbian relationships. Mm -hmm. So because he supports that, even though he's a hoe and he sleeps on his wives. And he grabs women by the... he grabs women by their private areas and that he lies whenever he talks. He's constantly lying, even though he's committed treasonous acts, even though he incites racism. All of these negative things, he even says he doesn't ask for forgiveness to God. Um, I ain't never seen this dude in a church. I don't even think he. He don't go to church. In, uh, I, I wish he wouldn't. Oh, I ain't never seen him in the side of church. I don't. I don't think he does. That's probably why. No, I don't think he McCain goes didn't to anybody's church. His funeral because it was in a church. He yeah. want the, the good point. You know, the White House got struck by lightning <laughs> the other day. Did yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't think that. So it's confused. a trip. It really is. But this is mainly we're talking about a uh, a prophecy in uh, in Isaiah uh, verse forty, uh, chapter forty eight, verse twenty two. It was a biblical prophecy um, in regards to um, the um, some some people within the Bible. I don't know if anybody's ever just read the whole Bible, but one of the guys is. I'm going to mess Bible. up his name. New Bash. So, um, huh? What's the, the king Bible? of Babylon. Do you know his name? Can you pronounce his name? Let's see. Nebuchadnezzar. Okay. Yeah. And then also the one who um, also he was um, Cyrus the Great. So okay. some people are comparing him to Nebuchadnezzar, oh, king really? of Babylon. And some are comparing him to Cyrus the Great. So I want to break that down and talk more about that. Hopefully we can do that next week. Um, That's really something. Shout out to Sean for sharing that information about chemicals that black women are using in their hair that are causing, that could cause cancer or other diseases. Mm. I know that perms have been proven to um, have some association with fibroids. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Uh, putting perms in your hair has been associated because you know the majority the, the predominantly black women end up with fibroids and you, anybody uh-huh. knows anyone who suffer from fibroids it's awful you know it's uncomfortable it's like having a period on just every day all day and night and it's not a good look but huh. um, these are just basically cysts that form into the body and it causes your uterus to bleed constantly um and in some cases, they are finding studies that show that putting chemicals in the hair, such as, you know, hair relaxers, are a leading cause of fibroids. So, um, yeah, I was reading that article and it was, you know, a lot of the uh, chemicals that we're finding in what we think of natural hair products mm-hmm. are actually prohibited, mm-hmm. you know, by law. But they're in these pro- they're in the products that we're using on our hair. So, yep. you know, you think about all the cancers that we're getting is, you know, it's when it comes to disease, you know, autoimmune diseases, cancers, and it's becoming more and more popular amongst the younger and younger women, even with stillbirths, we're having a lot of premature births. Black women are leading in premature births, um, mm-hmm. stillborns and things of that nature. It, a lot of this could be associated with what we're putting in our hair. So I just want to just bring that to people's attention and, you know, do, do the knowledge on that because 
there are products that you can use that will help prevent you from, you know, or that are natural that you won't have to be subjected to these chemicals that can cause birth defects or cause you to lose your child, you know, during your pregnancy and have fibroids, which I know nobody wants to experience. So, you know, that's another thing to think about. So thank you S to the Izzo for sharing that information because that's very important information. Yeah, but you is. know, we, we are the leading, um, buyers of beauty products black women we spend billions of dollars on beauty uh-huh. products we do a lot with our hair i got a whole lot of stuff in my cabin that i don't use but i buy it i'm like well, let me try this natural hair product right oh this that and that straightening product this that and the other so we will try and do anything to to do you know to keep up with the latest or just just to maintain our hair you know whatever style that may be so you know, you guys do the knowledge on what you're putting in your hair. Read the articles. Find out more about products that you're putting in your hair if they are uh, hazardous to your health because studies have proven that they are. That's very important to know. Wow, it's been good to be back, y'all. It's early. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm enjoying myself. Um, I want to thank you guys who are uh, watching on Facebook Live. I appreciate you guys for uh, supporting In Your Ear Radio. I really appreciate it. Um, we got a whole lot more to talk about too. So we're gonna do that again next week. Um, you guys think have anything else you wanna add before we get up out of here? Dr. Mm-hmm. Price says something that's been bothering me. He said, how come only women get cellulite? Only women? Yeah. I know, because we carry more fat. Think about it, our boobs. You know, men have breasts. Men can actually get breast cancer, but they don't mm-hmm. grow. Some men, there are some conditions where men actually grow boobs. And then if you just overweight, <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> Typically, men don't carry as much body fat as women do, and that's why we end up with cellulite. But I'm mad about that too. Why? Because I don't like cellulite. That's y'all woman's privilege. Huh? <laughs> I'm messing with you. That's y'all woman's privilege. No, it's not cute. How many pictures do you see in social media where a woman has cellulite? Oh, uh, now? That's, it's rare. Yeah, it is rare. Because nobody likes it. You know, they, they Photoshop and, yeah. and filter what they don't want yeah. you to see. Okay. Cellulite might be one of them. Um, behind the scenes, do you like cellulite over there, sir? No, it doesn't bother me. It don't bother you? Yeah. It sounds... It's accompanied by the type of legs that I like. So you, it could be cottage cheese, you good? It's the signs of a struggle. It be crazy, but <laughs> dimple here and there. Yeah, dimple here and there, but some people really have it to where it's bad, and it's not based on weight, because I've seen some big women who got some lovely legs, just smooth yeah. as can be, and then some skinny women where it's like, okay, what happened, you know? <laughs> so I think a lot of it is hereditary, a lot of it has to do with diet, but yeah, men don't get it because they don't they don't get as much fat, body fat. Uh-huh. I've never, have you seen a man with cellulite before? Anybody? I ain't never looked at a man's legs, but when he said that, I thought about it, like, I don't think, I have never seen a man with cellulite. I have never seen cellulite. a man with cellulite. That crazy, would be huh? weird if I did. <laughs> sure. But I think right. women, as women, we are bothered more about it than men are. I don't think men really no, care as much care. as yeah. we think they do. We good. So, yeah. Nothing but a little love craters. Love craters. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Listen, shout out to all the men who love cellulite. <laughs> awesome, awesome, I awesome. I am not messing with Sean. Sean is on. Oh, and um, is it Jeffrey? Jeffrey Owen? Oh, my guy. Uh, he accepted oh, yeah. the, 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 Tyler the Perry offer from Tyler Perry. Yes. So we should see him in something. I hope he's so, not in the wilderness yeah. store. In the what? The wilderness store. The Trader Joe? No, no. Remember on the Cosby show, his job, he owned the wilderness store? With with uh, <laughs> I don't know what he did. He owned a store. Yeah, okay, like he would own a wilderness. They owned the wilderness store, and wow. the thing was like, how you had a wilderness store in New York City? Mm-hmm. 
made no sense. Right. And then right, they went out of business. Yeah. I mean, Jeffrey Owens, like this woman, and I heard she was a black woman, happened to see him in the store at Trader Joe's. He had been working there for some time. Mm-hmm. You know, happy happy to be employed, kind, good customer service. And she decided to snap a photo, mm-hmm. shop it out to uh, other social media venues. Then people put her on blast about it because they're like, oh, look who we saw at Trader Joe's working. And now she's like, oh, well, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't mean it like that. I just saw him and I just thought know. I was posting. No, she yeah. meant to be because you shopped it out. Yeah, and they showed up. But I think boy. Um, I don't. I don't. I think now she understands the power of social media. Like you, you don't want your name to be, you know. Yeah, like and she's smeared. a gay woman, and to me, it's a lot of times just like you know, with black people, it's like you already know what it feels like to be discriminated against. Mm-hmm. Why would you put somebody else on blast? Right. But, you know, sometimes people, you know, hurt people, hurt people. That's what it comes down to. But, yeah, he got a job offering from uh, Tyler Perry and he accepted. But I will say one thing about it. A lot of people was posting, oh, shame on y'all for blasting this man, for working at Trader Joe's. But how many of y'all out there would go, would work, would run with a man who worked at Trader Joe's? I'm just saying, y'all be fronting, though. I mean, I appreciate the love. I think a working man is a good man. I don't give a damn where you work. I ain't mad at you. Preach, sister. I'm just saying. Ain't nothing wrong with working at it's Trader nothing Jones. wrong with it, but it, most people, they front on people like that in real life. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't, I'm not really trying to mess with shallow I mean, people like that. I mean, you're a married woman, shallow. so you know, you're not in that field, but a lot of women, you know, they... Yeah, yeah I've seen, seen that. They was knocking him. Oh, why are you working at Trader Joe's? Yeah. Like, well, you make it an honest you know, living. Like, Let that's live. not a job. Like, he wasn't coming through your back window, right. taking your VCR. Do people still have VCRs? I'm just saying. Taking <laughs> just your VCR. Blu-ray. I still have a home <laughs> phone. Why? Because you don't even answer. They just be ringing. You just keep going about your day in the house, huh? Watch. You'll see one day when I, when they shut all this shit down, and and only the people that have an actual phone gonna be able to and communicate. You know, I hear you on that. It just a be ringing. I just important. be just going out like, man, we won't even stop and acknowledge the phone ringing. Oh, you have one too? Yeah, we got yeah, one. To- my wife told me not get rid of hers. And I keep you telling her why. Yeah, she said do. the same thing. You never know. You never, you never know. know. Uh, why not? Yeah. Last I, time I you actually used your home phone. Your I used it the other day. Listen, to send a fax when nobody was answering their cell phones. I called the house, but don't nobody pick up the house phone when it rings. Really? Yeah. All right. It's been awesome. It's been awesome. Yes. Shout out to your landline, your analog self. <laughs> Listen, thank you guys for tuning in to In Your Ear Radio. Uh, I've been appreciating y'all. I appreciate y'all. Uh, I am Miss Toya with my day ones. I got Miss Trish and Esther Izzo, and we out of here. Love you.